What up, my friend? Pastor Paul here from Set Free Life Church. I want to thank you for joining me for real conversation, nuggets, and tips that'll set you free. Hit that subscribe button and share this out with your friends and family. And be sure to email me at recoverycoach at setfreelife.net if you have any questions, comments, or if there's a topic that you would like me to cover. Do me a huge favor and drop me a review down below to let me know how I am doing. So now we are about to get into our show. So get ready, grab your notepads, because we are about to break down the word of God to set you free. Hey guys, Sean Galladay here from Dallas, Texas, bringing greetings here from the United States to all of you there at One Life Church in Adelaide. We just give you guys a big hello from the States. Good to be with you guys again through video. And I just want you to know when I was there with you guys in March, I just had a great time, great fellowship. We had some great services, man, where the Spirit of God was moving. So I just want you to know I, I was blessed and uh, was so bummed I had to leave early. But guess what? Making plans or hopefully coming back next year, 2021. So get ready. Anyhow, I want to bring you a great word today that I believe it's going to inspire you and encourage you for the season that we're living in right now. Because I believe that God wants to launch you into your purpose and destiny like never before. I still believe that God is expediting and accelerating his promises in our lives. And there's a scripture that I've been meditating on for the last week or so. And it's this, God is watching over his word to perform it in your life. Not just watching over it and just staring at it, but he's watching over it and attending to it to make it good and to bring it to pass, and to fulfill everything he promised you. Whatever promise you got in 2019, whatever promise you got in 2012, or you know 2000, or 1983, and anything in between, whatever it is that God has promised you, he is going to bring it to pass. He's watching over his word, and he is causing it to be manifest He's releasing angels to help bring those words to pass. And I'm telling you what God said he will do for you. This is the time he'll do it. So I want you to be encouraged by that. But if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17. We're going to start in verse 1. The title of this message is today, Is There Not a Cause? Is There Not a Cause? Let's read here 1 Samuel 17 verse 1. If you get a chance, read the whole chapter later. We don't have time to go through it. It's very lengthy, but it's very, very important and very, I believe, relevant for the time that we're in right now. Verse one, now the Philistines gathered their armies together to battle and were gathered at Sokot, which belongs to Judah. They encamped between Sokot and Azekah and Ephes Damim, and Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and they encamped in the valley of Elah and drew up in a battle array against the Philistines. So they were, they were in a, a combat situation, army facing army. And it says in verse 3, the Philistines stood on a mountain on one side, Israel stood on a mountain on the other side, with a valley between them, the valley of Elah. And a champion went out from the camp of the Philistines, named Goliath from Gath, whose height with six cubits and a span. He had a bronze helmet on his head and he was armed with a coat of mail and the weight of his coat was 5,000 shekels 
of bronze. That was a lot of weight. He was around nine and a half feet. The kind of guy that you want playing rugby with or, you know, gridiron with, this is the one you want on your team. So it says here, he had a bronze armor on his legs and a bronze javelin between his shoulders. Now the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam and his iron spearhead weighed 600 shekels and a shield bearer went before him. Then he stood, verse 8, and cried out to the armies of Israel and said to them, he's basically throwing down a challenge. You know, if you think you're bad, come on out and fight me, is basically what he's saying. What have you come out to line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine and you the servants of Saul? Choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. You know, this is the terms of the challenge. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants in service. And the Philistine said, I defy. So he flat out came against the armies of Israel, basically defying God himself. This day, give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistines, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the power of your word. We thank you that your word shall not return void, but it will accomplish what it was meant to do and prosper in the place of the sin. Father, we thank you that your word is a weapon that demolishes and annihilates the enemy right in front of our faces. Father, so we decree the word of the Lord that endures and abides forever. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but your word shall last forever. And we decree the word of the Lord today that will set captives free, that will bring hope, encouragement, that will cause there to be a launching of God's people into their purpose and destiny like never before. In this season that we're living in, we declare victory on all sides. The devil is defeated and Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. I want you to listen to this for a moment. Many times, destiny unfolds in the seemingly insignificant moments of life. Let's hear as David. We're going to go, we're going to talk about David. Here he is. He's, he's, he's taking care of sheep. He's not a warrior. He's not a fighter. He's a sheep herder. He's a teenager taking care of stinking old sheep. His father says to him, hey, I want you to take the boys something to eat on the front lines. Give them something to eat. You know, give them some refreshment. And go out there, see what's going on, and, and help them right now. So here he is. He is the Uber Eats or the Grubhub in the Old Testament in 1 Samuel. So he brings some bread and cheese. I like to say he brought some quesadillas, some tortillas, some cheese put together. Oh, my God. You put that together with a little butter, mm, melted. Oh, my. Delicious. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. I'm sorry. <laughs> So he brings food. He's just doing what he was told. Shows up, sees what's going on, and becomes indignant that the enemies of God are defying the armies of God and God himself. And this young teenager becomes indignant. So he was like, who is this dude that would defy the armies of God? This guy, who does he think he is? So to make the long story short, his brothers, you know, they, they're, they're upset because, you know, he, he's thinking he's the man. 
He can do something. He's only a teenager. These are, mind you, battle-hardened warriors, you know, that have been in battles, who fought battles, who won victories. But for 40 days, they allowed themselves to be taunted by Goliath. 40 days, they lived in fear. No one came out. No one responded to the challenge. No one dared to stand against Goliath. No one in complete fear and in isolation. Think about it. Isolation is preparation for demonstration. Isolation is preparation for demonstration. You and I may have been in, and thank God we're coming out, we have been in isolation for good reason, but let me tell you something. It is time for us as the church to come out of isolation with a word in our mouths, with a fire down in our spirits, ready to do God's will, ready to come against the armies of God, ready to proclaim victory, ready to bring heaven down, ready to annihilate the powers of darkness and not allow our mouths to be shouched, closed off or silenced. It is time for us to be bold and rise up and come out of isolation because there is a time for Holy Ghost demonstration all across this world right now. I believe that there are Davids that are rising up all over the world right now who have been in isolation and they've been serving God and they've been fighting private battles. And I want you to know that private battles relate to public victories because what is done in, in the secret will be manifest in the open and the victories that God has given you in private Others will begin to see the victory that God has given you in the open because you stood and you stood and you stood and you refused to bow. Old Roberts used to say, if you don't bow, you won't burn. And it's time for the church to rise up and say, we will not bow to fear. We will not bow to intimidation. We will not bow to the lives of the enemy. We will come against the enemies of God in the name of the God of the armies of Israel because this is our time for a demonstration of awakening and revival throughout the land all across Australia, all across America, all across this entire planet. Somebody's shouting to God right now. Woo, I'm excited. It's time for demonstration. David came out of isolation for a demonstration of power, but he didn't realize that at first. But when he got on the scene, when he came, when he showed up, the fire of God began to burn inside of him. Let me tell you something. The whole battle that that whole David's whole battle with Goliath is based on his history. Hear what I'm saying? It was based on his history with God. Goliath was raised as a warrior from his youth, trained as a warrior from a child. David trained as a sheep herder. He wasn't even in the army. He wasn't even ready to enlist yet. But God trained him in the wilderness. See, God's ways are different than man's ways. God will prepare you and train you and hone you and get you ready in the most insignificant 
times and places and jobs you may be doing. You may be doing a job right now that it seems so insignificant, but God is preparing you. He is preparing you for demonstration. He is putting inside of you something, my friend, that when it's time, you will come out and you will declare and you will proclaim and you will move in the power of the kingdom of God. This is the God we serve. His whole, this whole battle was based on his history with God. He says to Saul, I fought the lion and the bear. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? I love that. Notice David never mentioned, mentions Goliath's name. He refers to him as the uncircumcised Philistine. I love that. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is this man who does not have a covenant with God? I have a covenant with God. This army has a covenant with God. Israel has a covenant with God. And nothing can stand against the covenant that God has given us. Because if God be for us, what can stand against us? That is covenant talk. And when you're hooked up to him, you are ensured victory and success. Because God will cause all things to work together for your good right now. He fought the lion and the bear. Goes out there. Not even in the army. Not e has even enlisted yet. He's just a sheep herder. Think about it. The most insignificant times. God will use you. To release destiny. This is the time right now. See, the, but this particular isolation does not mean inactivity. This isolation will reveal the true warriors not only during, but mainly afterwards. The true warriors are rising in the earth today. And I believe that God is raising up David's. David says, is there not a cause? Another translation of that is this. Is there not a history? Think about it. Is there not a history that God came for you? Hasn't God delivered you? Hasn't God helped you? Hasn't God did miracles for you? Time and time and time and time again. And if he did it before, won't he do it again? He is the same yesterday, today and forever. If God got you out of a of a situation before, if he gave you a breakthrough before, if he opened the windows of heaven before, won't God do it again? If he delivered you from the line of the bear and gave you victory, no giant can stop you. No giant can silence you. No giant can keep you down because the, the power of God is on your side. God has given you a covenant. You have victory. And I say today that the Davids begin to arise. Arise in Adelaide. Arise in Australia. Arise in America. Arise in Dallas. Arise in England and all across the world. Let the Davids rise up and show up on the battlefield and say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? You can't do nothing to me because my God is able. This is the God we serve right now. And I want you to know that God is looking for those right now. The spirit of God is going throughout the earth looking for those who he can be strong on their behalf. I want you to prepare yourself for God to use you in the earth.
as a demonstration. Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause to live for? Is there not a cause to stand for? And is there not a cause even to die for? What David said was an indictment against his brothers because they were cowering in fear when a young teenager showed up and says, anything is possible and stepped out. And when he stepped out, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob stepped in. Let me tell you something. When you step out right now, God will step in. David's arise. Stand up. Take up your sling. Take up your stones. Take up the things that God has given you. War with the weapons that God has given you. Don't be silent. Don't shut your mouth. Open your mouth and proclaim the goodness of God. Don't cower in fear, but be bold and strong and courageous for the righteous are bold as lions. I want to pray for you right now. Holy Spirit, touch those that are watching right now. I pray that you would stir them up. I pray that you would overtake them with your glory. I pray that a fresh boldness and a fire, they would be baptized in right now. I pray that, Lord, they will not be able to shut their mouths, but, Lord, they will speak as the oracles of God. They would declare and prophesy. They would move in power like they never have before, that everywhere they go, they would touch heaven and change the earth, that the glory of God would go before them and prepare the way, and that, God, you would give them the land, you would give them revival, and you would give them awakening in their homes, in their families, in their churches, in their nation, and throughout the world. Holy Spirit, come. If you're not a believer right now, I encourage you to give your life to Jesus Christ and just say this with me. Father, I'm a sinner. I need your forgiveness. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. I give my life to you. Jesus, you died for me right now. I give my life to you. If you need healing right now, place your hand on whatever you need healing. I speak healing to you right now. I release the anointing of healing. I rebuke all sickness and disease. I, I break you down and I bind your power. Infirmity, pain, sickness, go. Healing come to the people right now in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening, guys. I tell you, I'm stirred up. There's so much more to this message. I'll do a part two, possibly some other time. But I'm telling you, is there not a cause? Let's rise up because God is raising up people in the spirit of David that will be bold, strong, and courageous in this hour right now. God bless you. One Life Church, be encouraged. Stay up. Stay full of faith. Stay full of hope. Stay full of love. And keep living strong for Jesus. Until next time, we'll see you then. God bless.